1: Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Isaiah 6, 1 through 7, 6. And nine, five through six. Isaiah's vision. In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, lofty and exalted, with the train of his robe filling the temple. Seraphim stood above him, each having six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, and your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is forgiven. Isaiah's Commission Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. He said, Go and tell this people. Keep on listening, but do not perceive. Keep on looking, but do not understand. Render the hearts of this people insensitive, their ears dull and their eyes dim. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and return and be healed. Then I said, Lord, how long? And he answered, until cities are devastated and without inhabitant. Houses are without people, and the land is utterly desolate. The Lord has removed men far away, and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. Yet there will be a tenth portion in it, and it will again be subject to burning, like a terebinth or an oak, whose stump remains when it is felled. The holy seed is its stump. War against Jerusalem. Now it came about in the days of Ahaz, the son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, that resin. The king of Aram and Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, went up to Jerusalem to wage war against it, but could not conquer it. When it was reported to the house of David, saying, The Arameans have camped in Ephraim. His heart and the hearts of his people shook as the trees of the forest shake with the wind. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out now to meet Ahaz, you and your son, Shir Jashub, at the end of the conduit of the upper pool on the highway to the fuller's field, and say to him, Take care and be calm. Have no fear and do not be faint-hearted because of these two stubs smoldering firebrands on account of the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and the son of Remaliah. Because Aram with Ephraim and the son of Remaliah has planned evil against you, saying, Let us go up against Judah and terrorize it and make for ourselves a breach in its walls and set up the son of Tabeel as king in the midst of it. Chapter 9, verse 5 through 6. For every boot of the booted warrior in the battle tumult and cloak rolled in blood will be for burning fuel for the fire. For a child will be born to us a son will be given to us and the government will rest on his shoulders and his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty god eternal father prince of peace Matthew 19:16 through 26 The rich young ruler And someone came to him and said, Teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may obtain eternal life? And he said to him, Why are you asking me about what is good? There is only one who is good. But if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. Then he said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not commit murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these things I have kept, what am I still lacking? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be complete, go and sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. But when the young man heard this statement, he went away grieving, for he was one who owned much property. And Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I say to you, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. When the disciples heard this, they were very astonished and said, Then who can be saved? And looking at them, Jesus said to them, With people this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. kind of difficult to make the connection between these scriptures but after some serious just looking deep into it it has one underlying main theme in all these scriptures and it really goes to the very last phrases in Matthew but when we first see Isaiah 6 it starts off where it's this vision that Isaiah had And he sees God and sees him in all his glory and all his majesty and being able to see the throne room which puts him of course in a state of awe and then he realizes how meek how significant insignificant he is and then it's shown that I mean he flat out says I'm a man of unclean lips and I live among the people of unclean lips and then the angel comes and burns that sin away, that iniquity away. And then God says, whom shall I send? I have a need. There are these needs that we have in the kingdom, and we need someone to speak for us. Whom shall I send? And Isaiah is there and just rises straight up and says, send me. Send me. And that should be every one of our cry. But then we reach that point where you get to Matthew. And even in Isaiah, same thing, but just making this connection, going to Matthew, and then we'll go back to the the next part of Isaiah. In Matthew, he's saying, look, I've lived a perfect life. I've lived without sin. What else do I need to do? And Jesus knew the actual sin that he was not willing to give up. And it was really idolatry. He had put his riches and his wealth before God. And Jesus said, you have to get rid of all of your wealth. You have to give it all up and follow me. And he he knew that he couldn't do it. And that's the point where Jesus said, and here's a key. This is mistaught many times in many churches by many pastors. This is mistaught. He said, it is difficult for a man to get to heaven, a rich man. He did not say it was impossible. He said it was difficult. In fact, then he said it was easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle. And most people look at that situation and they picture a sewing needle and they picture the size of the camel trying to fit through a sewing needle, which that is impossible. But what it's really referring to is a mountain pass in Israel. There's a mountain pass that is called the eye of the needle, which all of them knew. It is not impossible, and God never said it was impossible. He said it was easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. He did not say impossible. But the way that a camel can safely get through the eye of the needle is by being careful on every step, watching to make sure that they're maintaining the, the path appropriately. And that's the same thing with a rich person. The, the wealth does not mean they can't get into heaven. The wealth means that they need to watch their steps. They need to make sure that they do not put the money and the wealth before God and above God. So that is where it is mistaught. It is not impossible. It is more difficult. But then that last phrase, he said, that which is impossible for man, not impossible for God. Nothing is impossible for God. Now we go back to Isaiah. And in that second, in in chapter 7, he said that the enemy is rising up against you and the enemy is wanting to completely come in, wipe you out, and level you to the ground. And that is their intention and they're coming to do it. And then he said, but it will not happen god will not let it happen because nothing is impossible for him even though the enemy is rising up to take you out just stick with god lean into god press in because he's there to help you but now the ultimate how is he going to help not every way this is the ultimate way though For a child will be born to us, a Savior, that is Jesus, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, and Prince of Peace. God, thank you for this message, and thank you that you love us and will always be there to protect us, and I'm also so thankful that nothing is impossible for you, and that the biggest gift of all is the gift of your son that he took what we deserved and because of that no one can come and level us to the ground pray for all this and all these people in jesus name amen